Welcome to the latest edition of the Employco HR Podcast. My name is Rob Wilson, and with me is my brother and partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. And our Vice President of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone. And Nikki Navarro working the board. So thanks for joining us uh, for our latest edition of the Employco Podcast. Uh, this uh, this topic, or the topic today, is uh, bring your own device, your, uh, as in cell phone. B-Y-O-D. Bringing your cell phones to work and uh, getting cell your Cell phones emails, or tablets. Tablets, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, when you look at smartphones and tablets, uh, most people are using their own phones today in the workforce. About two, two-thirds of Americans have smartphones or own a smartphone. And uh, between a third and a half of employees use their personal device for work, and that number is only, uh, only going up. And uh, a recent survey, 95% of organizations allow the employees to use their personal device for work functions, mm-hmm. which is uh, significantly increased over the last few years. Yeah, we, we do internally. We, we allow certain employees to access their, their company information from their mobile device. It really does help. I think it, it's a win-win for most people. Right. And that, um, even within our own infrastructure, what we do, people do bring their phones into the office, but we actually, from a Wi-Fi standpoint, we have a trusted network, which is actually completely separate even internet provider than our untrusted network that oh, wow. the public can use. So there's no chance of any type of crossover. And that's, you know, I could get into it towards the end, uh, being the IT nerd of uh, the three of us of the best practices. So I think separating your data is the safest way to go. And then as far as having company email, that's what we'll get into too. And there's uh, one of the other things is uh, you know, when you look at, it's, it's their phone number versus uh, a corporate phone. Right. So that uh, becomes a challenge, at least so from my standpoint. Definitely. When, when you look at uh, someone operationally, it's not as big of an issue, but sales. So typically what we do is we provide our sales uh, reps with phones. Company be- provided. Right, because yeah. we, we want to own that phone number. Because right. when the person is no longer here, as you look forward at some point, you know, as career changes or whatever the issue uh, when your client or prospect calls that number, you want that number to stay with uh, with the company and right. not with the Right, and if they're the gone, you rep. can forward it, and then right. that way it'll go to the main number. Exactly. So. so, but, sorry, easy topic to get off topic. But Sure. Well, so, it's a complex topic. I mean, it's. I think it's a great, I, I don't know, if was this a write-in request? Uh, yeah, from someone from, I think, Twitter put it in. Cool. Yeah. The, uh, you know, when you look at uh, where you're saving money as an employer, you're, uh, if someone's using a phone, you, you save the a cost of a phone as well as, a, a, you know, not that a monthly bills are expensive really any, anymore. Yeah, not anymore, right? yeah. And, and if, so if the phone breaks, the employee-owned device, they'll kind of be responsible and fix it on their own instead of a company-owned device. The, the company's IT department will probably have to spend some time fixing it, researching it. Sure. I mean, that's always the headache when someone in sales leaves or breaks it, then the downtime warranty, dealing with warranty, or buying a new device, that's where there's a lot of perils, and also managing the bill. Yeah. So. And so when you look at why employees like it, they're, you know, you're, you're carrying one phone instead of two. Right. And, uh, you know, you have access to your, your work email, work apps, depending on what, uh, what line of work you're in. So it, uh, it gives them a little bit more flexibility. Easy and to check some work. Quick check work email at home on a night or a weekend. You can just pop in whatever you have your have your personal cell phone with your side at all times. Easy to check in pretty frequently. And that's with the you know we're I've mainly used I've switched over from Droid to Apple about four phones back. 
And the way Apple does it, it's great for anybody that uses Droid. I'm not sure, uh, but it's nice to be able to concise into one area where you can check your personal email and your work email in one spot. You're not jumping in and out. It's all, and then you have the ability to send from any of those accounts. So it's really convenient. The, um, uh, which makes me think of a future topic we're going to have is the new Department of Labor. The Department of Labor just introduced some new wages, so we won't go off topic there. It's a little but, teaser. But one, <laughs> but one of the uh, one of the things that relates to that is when you when you're talking about people checking their email. So when uh, when an employee checks their email at ten at night, is yeah. that is that a work episode? Yeah. So luckily, the all four of us here are salaried exempt employees. We're exempt from overtime, but. Uh, if an employee is non-exempt or hour paid hourly, we're already getting Jason off topic. <laughs> yeah. It's just a well, teaser. Well, it's a teaser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's it, that's an I- an issue. So we'll definitely that's going to uh, in the next couple months that'll be a a, a, a future podcast. So uh, uh, considerations and concerns. Well, um, one of my big concerns is always when employees run it off their own phones is how they back it up. Well, first off, if their phone's stolen, what's actually what information do they have on their phone? And then in the event of, say, the cloud storage gets hacked, and it seems like anything can get hacked yeah. these days, no matter how, you know, if they can hack the federal government, they can hack, you know, an iPhone, they can see anything. Um, but it's seeing that classified information or personal information on, on that cell phone and then the cloud storage. So uh, we have some best practices that we do when an employee leaves. The first thing you want to do is obviously change the password and then go into the, uh, on the server side of things, go into Exchange and uh, go into the mailbox, go into the specific user's mailbox, go into the mailbox features, and you really do want to disable all the different mobile devices where you disable the OAW for devices, uh, Exchange Active Sync. Outlook web app. Uh, you also want to disable POP3, IMAP, MAPI. I know this sounds like a lot of jarble for people that aren't into IT, but doing that, at least um, it prevents them from getting back into the uh, exchange, getting back into their mailbox. Now, Jason, when you do the exit interview or the termination, Right. Ideally, you can do it in person with the person's device in your hand. You can remove some of the information, but if that's not possible, it's a it's just a involuntary voluntary termination. The person just quits overnight, doesn't get to be back in the work. Hopefully, you have some remote access to the person's phone. Right, and there are options within Exchange. Um, at least I'm not sure. We just upgraded our Exchange. Um, in previous versions, you could even go into iPhones and erase them. But again, if someone has cloud storage backup, they re- re- uh, reinstall it. That's where you definitely do want to have that password changed before you terminate the person. Yes, it will pop up errors that they're not able to log in because the password's been changed. And then you want to disable and deactivate all those different mobile options within Exchange. So that that will help prevent a lot of that. And even outside of terminated employees, we have to worry about active employees, either losing a device or unethical employees or just carelessness or a hacker getting in. So that uh, as you put your HR hat on on, on that point, so a, a policy you should have a you should have a uh, mobile device policy. Yeah, and it should be in writing, communicated. Have employees sign off on it, acknowledge receipt, have periodic meetings at least once a year to remind employees to password protect your phones and the right. data, what to save, what not to save, how to communicate on cell phones and tablets. Uh, remind them supervisors how to communicate, kind of do the training with your staff, uh, get all of that in writing and, and reinforce it periodically. 
anything else that you would that you would typically see on uh, on a policy? Uh, the main thing is to really remind employees the do's and don'ts. So what, what kind of information should you be sending? Should you be sending client lists through email attachment on phones, or should it just be quick all-text emails and leave client-sensitive information off? Or, or if you have a client that, like we do with Social Security numbers, if our clients have employees with pay, pay data and Social Security numbers employees, that should obviously never go through cell phones and off the network. It should be all inside the network and protected. And uh, especially also uh, just from an internal standpoint, your password should have uppercase, lowercase, alpha, numeric, and special characters. And it's good to change it often. That's my little IT hat there. I know this is an HR podcast, but there's so many things that could go wrong using mobile devices. But in this day and age, I can't imagine a company not using them. Right. So. Yeah, you can't really, in any, any office you walk through, today uh people's cell phones are sitting on their desk right and that's why we separate ours and all of our computers are hardwired our internal computers nothing runs on wi-fi so it's uh we try to keep it as secure as can be given the uh payroll that we do and personal information and then we also do various security scans through uh the various uh porthole defender sites and things like that so Sorry, going IT again. No, no, it's a good, uh, good topic. Yeah, Digital Defense, great company. We use them. We use a uh, another company out of New York. They actually uh, will test your firewall, test for open ports, and everything. So, oh, great. Yep. So, what? Uh, anything else we're missing, Jason, on uh, on the mobile devices? No, just if if you have any questions about uh, what should be included in in a BYOD policy, or kind of looking for templates, or how to create your own customized version, feel free to contact us. We're at hrempleco dot com. And we we've, we've had our uh, mobile device policy for what seven, eight, nine, ten years. I yeah. mean, we've had it for a while, and then we've updated it every time and it is interesting with the new phones how they have the facial recognition that kind of helps as far as securing it a little more until someone figures out how to hack (laughs) that but for now if there are facial recognition that does help from a security standpoint so but yeah it uh checks out on facebook too and uh rob just tweeted uh pictures of our podcast studio uh pre-recording this so you can get us on twitter at employco and uh, most social uh, media sites. Right, so the takeaway, if you don't have a mobile device policy, you should put one in force and, uh, and take note, especially on, uh, on what, you should, what employees can do, can do and can't do, as well as uh, if someone leaves uh, your organization. Uh, Secure your you, data. Exactly, because you don't want your data leaving uh, with the former employees. So, right? Yeah. So thanks for joining us for uh, for the Employee Co. HR podcast. We'll be back again in the uh, uh, in the next few weeks with another one. It'll probably be a month or two as they sort things out in the Department of Labor. And we just uh, reposted. Uh, we, we wanted to do a fresh podcast, but also uh, last year we did one on March Madness. So I think we just reposted that uh, out to uh, out to the network. So which uh, March Madness starting this uh, this Sunday night uh, with the bracket being announced. So it. Um, one of the uh, least productive. I was going to uh, say lo- low productivity <laughs> week next week. Right so. for the next for the next two weeks, uh, you know, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of clients that they you know we know they they take off next Thursday and Friday because they're watching basketball. Yeah. Yep. So Hopefully your team's in it. 
my team made it. Brad, Bradley, <laughs> the Bradley Braves the made Braves. it for the uh, for the first time since 1988. Wow, very or, cool. I'm sorry, they won the they won the conference the last time in '88, but the last time in the tournament was 2006. Wow. So, you know, I've got that in my in my bracket. Sure. So definitely. But, but thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hope yeah. you join us again soon. And if you've got any uh, suggestions, like the, this one came out of uh, a Twitter suggestion, so feel free to uh, to uh, send us a, a tweet or uh, look or, us up on Facebook or HR at Thanks for listening. Thank you.